and we are recording. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Boot and Hearth podcast. I think this is technically four. We're going to call it, we'll call it three, but, you know, <laughs> three, three and a half. I don't know, average it out. Uh, my name is Grayson, um, and I am joined by the wonderful Ted Shearer. Yep, what's up? How we doing? Currently recovering from a a nice old uh, you know fruit cocktail of of COVID boosters and flu shots and just regular hepatitis, not the vaccine, just not, yeah. just actual hepatitis, just classic classic hepatitis. Uh, yeah, get yeah. your get your jabs, you know, get your jabs, but not all at the same time. Yeah, no, I I I went uh and and tried to get the boosters and the original ones all at the same time just for the sake of efficiency <laughs> and uh and they they were not about that and it actually just gave you uh, covid yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it's just that um so the point of this podcast is not to talk about um our questionable vaccination methods it is to talk about the premier league and to talk about all the fun stuff happening and roast all the teams that aren't mine. That's it. <laughs> um, including Tottenham. Uh, except uh, for Tottenham. Uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, I would like to start us out on a toast, Ted. Always choose. To episode three and a half. And to Liverpool beating Man City. What a game. Oh, my God. Yeah, so- I, that I was going to ask, do you want to kind of just briefly go over those games since they did just happen? Uh Oh, the Wednesday games? Yeah, I mean, Well, I just mean, just just the two we were watching. like, you know, I was going to say you could say a few things about the pool game, I'll say a few things about the Spurs game. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of stuff has come out recently. Uh I saw specifically one post about um Nunez's numbers and they look really good. And he's like topping out the league and some really like touches in the box shots. Um, expected goals per ninety post or non penalty. Um, so he's he's killing it right now, but um, just not converting. But he had a great header, had some almost some great highlight plays, and just uh, didn't convert. So it was one nothing. Could have been three one if the penalty would have converted. But worth the, the worth yeah. the worth the price tag yet? Dude, he's that's a, that's a question for two years. Ask me. Ask me two years. <laughs> He's, right. he's not gonna be right. Yeah, y- y'all looked good. Y'all looked good. I I watched the, probably the first half and then I had to switch over. But um, y'all looked good. And then I switched over and watched an absolute garbage fire of a game. To be honest, it yeah. was AC Tottenham. It was bad, man. It was bad. I we kind of chatted a little bit about it before. Kane had so many heavy touches, and normally he's just like he was dropping deep. And he's so good at you know picking up a ball in the midfield and finding Sun, or in this case, it was also um, you know he often had Perisic running running up, and uh, you know he has options, but he could not control the ball. It just seemed like one of those days where he just couldn't couldn't get it on keep it on his feet. So uh, yeah, we lost. Uh, it was bad. We didn't even look like we were threatening at all. Um, bright spot maybe Ben Tinker. Maybe Basuma, but other than that, we were trash. There's not much more to say about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, other things that happened: Brentford tied Chelsea. I wish they would just be consistent. I Brentford always show for the past two seasons have showed really like like really encouraging signs, 
and they do well against win these underdog scenarios, but they really do not know how to perform. Uh, it's the consistency. Expected to get something. They just need the consistency. They really do, um, but um, they're. I think they're doing doing well. Bournemouth can't lose. It's like physically impossible <laughs> for them now. Um, Scott Parker looks like an absolute dickhead now. Um, but I think we'll. I think we'll talk about that later. Um, okay, and then tomorrow we if Leeds don't beat Leicester, how that that's not good for Jesse Marsh. I think he's had a he's had a tough run since the Chelsea game. This Leicester team he needs to beat. Uh, and so we'll see we'll see what they end up doing. They've been pretty good with the set pieces, and we all know how Leicester are at those. Uh, so bad. So bad. So wanted to we're gonna we're gonna run through um some of the the headlines, some of the highlights from the weekend, um, and talk through them because there were there were there were a fair bit and just kind of gen- general storylines popping up. Um the the Liverpool game, the Liverpool Man City game finished one nothing, but it could have finished one one. And Phil Foden with the chance in the fifty fourth minute. And it gets overturned for a penalty on Fabinho. Um, now, do you think... I've been hearing a lot of talk on both sides. Do you think that the first... Do you think the, the Holland foul on, or the Holland-Fabinho situation was a foul? Yeah. No, so I watched it live. Um, and And in real time, I thought... I, I saw nothing. That's just how I mean. It was it was sneaky. It was real yeah, subtle, yeah. and uh, and then I saw the replay and I was like, yeah, that's a foul. Yeah, I, I was pretty cut yeah, and dry for yeah. me. In the moment, it looked like Fabinho is just kind of doing early season Fabinho things and just like kind of dropped the ball. But then, like, I what I was freaking out about was was like the the Holland just runs through. Allison, yep, and and Foden picks it up from there. I thought that's what was going to get covered, but yeah, I, I mean, I think this, I think this was a, I, I, I think it was a foul too. I mean, maybe, maybe some Man, Man City fans felt differently in the moment, but I think if they went back and looked at it right now, I, I think this is less controversial than the Martin Odegaard, Christian Eriksen one from. Uh, earlier in the season and that's that's really what it comes down to i think is i i mean i've seen fouls for less i've seen fouls for much less yeah yeah but in that game like like the game so this game anthony taylor really you know he let the boys play he mm -hmm. he he was he this this game was brutal and which led to a clock Club, you know, blowing a gasket. <laughs> Very fun know. to watch, might I add. I, I, you know, I obviously player safety is important, but but that was fun to watch. That was. Oh my God, he absolutely lit up at that. And, and like, I'm gonna say this right now, he deserved getting sent off for a reaction like that. I'm not gonna sit here and defend their reaction. <laughs> the the pictures afterwards of Bernardo Silva just like. Falling and grab. It looked like uh, the Lion King, where <laughs> um, where he's pulling him down. I I I don't even know the two people, but where he's pulling him down. This is a great reference. You know what I mean, though. I think uh, so. I think it's it's. You're talking about the scene. Is this where um um 
God, it's been so long since I've seen Wait, that. Wait, no, movie. no. In Lion King, no, he lets him fall. He yeah, it's down. when... It's, he doesn't drag him down with him. What's his name? What's the what's the evil lion's name? You know who... Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking Scar. about. Scar. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's a movie... Is there a movie where someone falls off a cliff and drags him? I mean, it's pretty kind of true. It's the Balrog. Yeah, it's the Balrog and uh, and Gandalf. Oh, uh, that's Lord a good ring. That's a good run, you fools. That's uh, we're really expanding our uh, our, uh, our base, <laughs> really appealing to the masses. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Off the off the off the really not quality reference. Um, it. I I think this still fell in line with the way that Anthony Taylor didn't call the initial foul on on Fabinho, and I mean like like he really let them play. He was but consistent. The, he was the, consistent throughout the game. I feel like. Yeah, he was, and and I think maybe it it it, it got a bit out of control there in the like the last ten minutes, but. Um, it happens. But there was a lot of talk about VAR being completely contradictory to the letting the boys play mentality that the Premier League has tried to adopt in the last three years. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to... Uh, I saw that, and I've been hearing a lot about that. I think um, I think Jamie Carragher and, and Micah Richards were talking about it after the, after the game. And so I'm curious, uh, curious on your thoughts. I mean, tell them they're wrong. Tell James they're <laughs> wrong. I, you know, here's my take on it, because and, and and with my limited knowledge, because I mean, yeah, you know, I'm no expert here. I'm no Jamie Carragher, but he's absolutely wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think you know the Premier League is already considered like more physical than most most other you know leagues. Thank you, La Liga. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so so. In my mind, that that alone tells me that they could be. It could be a lot stricter. You know, it could be. I I got no words for it right now. But but if it's if that physicality is any indicator, it just shows me that the refs already are kind of letting the boys play, if you will. That's yeah, the way I and, see it, at least. Yeah, and I I I think I think it it it. If you look at it in one light, it can be contradictory. But I think I think with this, I mean, like, with the Salah situation, that one might be an extreme, and that might be where you lose a lot of people on letting the boys play. But for the most part, in adhering to the flow of the game, like the Fabinho foul, it would have been nice to have a, a free kick there. But overall, letting the game flow, I mean, it, it's... You don't want to call for every little thing because with these players, love them to death, but you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. So and you, you don't want to have it. Sorry, sorry. You've already, you go ahead and finish. Go ahead and finish. Yeah, I I think it, it like you don't want to over. You don't want to go back to where we were. You know, uh, forty years ago, five years ago. I, that's the last thing that any of us want because it was horrible to watch. Um, so if it's not if if there's not a goal scoring opportunity that comes from it. For the most part, if you let him play, I think law of averages will apply here. So, now, and and if it gets, I think we've seen also if it gets out of hand, the refs are like, you got to chill out. If it's happening repetitively, where some of these players are getting taken out, then then they'll let them know. But yeah, 
I mean, I'm just it, it just goes back to consistency again. Like you have games that are refed where I mean, in this case, this game where they really are just letting things go. They're playing advantage and they're they're letting it play. But you do have other games that you know that is the complete opposite, and they are throwing you know cards around willy nilly and giving free kicks like it's nobody's business. But yeah, I think you just I I I don't know if I can decide whether there needs to be like a standard or if you know it's just up it should be left up for the refs to be honest like it really is all dependent on you know how the refs are feeling that day yeah well and i think like the way that i like with football football is pretty clear cut and the rules are like like american football the rules are surprisingly clear cut you have a lot of video review going on um, I would say there's less refing controversies that go into that. Um, but with baseball, like baseball, the umpire, you know, it like the the strike zone changes from umpire to umpire. And it changes, you know, all over the place, you know, out calls, safe calls, um, stuff like that. Um, and but- so um, they like... It's necessary. I feel like I feel like with these refs, they're essentially there to make sure that the game people adhere to a general guideline of the game and, and like foul throws. When have you seen a foul throw called in the Premier League? Like, is that even a rule at that level? Like, like it it may technically be a rule, but the ref isn't going to stop some. All almost all of these refs have essentially made a decision. I'm not not calling that. stopping them. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm not stopping a game to tell this person to um do a proper throwing so it, it's they're in there to to make sure the game is played the game is played to a generally agreed upon set of rules but and then I and then they bring you bring var in not to cut you off here but you bring var yeah. in now as like i guess because you're not using you're not using var for everything you're not and you shouldn't i don't think that should ever be even considered but no. you bring VAR in to kind of establish that that line in the sand, if you will, that standard that you you know you know the big calls. I think VAR definitely has a role in. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, I like. I think VAR does uh, is a really good backup tool. I think it's a it's a great backup tool to have just for these situations. I mean, like if you're I think the Premier League is getting better at doing clear and obvious with it. And, like, if it's not clear and obvious, then then they're backing off. Um, now, one could argue that is the... Is the Fabinho-Holland pen- penalty clear and obvious error? And it's like... would Would that... Would that go back if there wasn't a goal? Now that's so. That's what I was going to ask. Was do you think the goal is what makes the difference there? And for sure, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, no. If if a goal is not scored there, it goes out for a goal kick. Goes out for a corner. That that doesn't even get looked at. Face. No. Yeah. No. I agree. I I think I think even if Foden doesn't score that follow up chance, I think Liverpool are incensed, but. Nothing happens with VAR because no cards came from that. No, I mean, it no. just the goal was overturned. Um, and I think I I think it was a quality use of VAR. I think um, 
I think there's been a couple of situations. I think the offsides, the really, really tight offsides, like Kai Havertz had a situation with that in Chelsea. Um, I think it was against Wolves where he was like literally on. I mean, it was on tight. Um, and that wasn't clear and obvious, but yeah, I think, I think there is a, a balance to be struck between letting the boys play. I think VAR doesn't uh, detract from that. It it still keeps the game in line and and helps you add a little bit of retrospective look on on a certain situation. Uh, so now that we've chatted about VAR for ten minutes, do you wanna you wanna move on to something a little more lighthearted? Yes, yes, please. Uh, um, there's a article um, from the Onions uh, Cockney uh, Cockney Brethren of the Daily Mash. Um, Liverpool wakes up from dream where he kisses Erlen Holland, and uh, I don't know how they got access to my dream journal, but. Um, it's a bit. It's a bit fucked up that they just publish it like that. So you told me about this, and I was thinking about this yesterday, and I was thinking, what if it's a premonition? What if twenty twenty four rolls around and Holland comes to to Liverpool? What if? And, oh. and you were looking back at this pod, and oh, we're thinking, man. holy shit! <laughs> I don't think we'd pay Alfie Holland what he wants. I think <laughs> Alfie Holland would have to go and get that check elsewhere. I think. So I saw a, a comment from Alfie Holland that said, which is Erling Holland's dad, uh, a comment from him that says that Erling wants to dominate all of the top five leagues. Yep, he's got big and ambitions. So essentially, do what Ronaldo failed to do when, when going to uh, when going to Juventus. Um, I just saw the line, I'm not gay, but even with the curtains open, memory lingers in the world. It's just me. What if it comes true? Man, that's a, that's a pattern that interrupter. That is hilarious. Um, 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 no, so I, I, I fully encourage him to go and achieve his dream of dominating top five leagues. He's already dominated this one, so he might as well go in January. I look forward to you going to Barcelona. Leave <laughs> me alone. Um, Barcelona okay. will be dissolved by then. They won't even be a club. Dude, oh <laughs> God! It, well, the, <laughs> the fact that you make a budget not <laughs> off of not only round of sixteen money, so making it out of the group stages, but quarterfinal money as well, is a whole nother. How level do you sell that to the board? They're, they're like, yeah, we're definitely getting to the quarters. Well, so they're like, they're like a fan-owned club. <laughs> like, so so, Laporto is essentially like. I can't, we can't be mediocre for two, three years, develop young talent, and then essentially do what Arsenal did. Uh, but even what Arsenal did, but like shorter because they have Pedri, Gavi, and, and uh, Ansu Fadi. Yeah. Uh, no, we need to spend $50 million no. on on 35-year-old Robert Lewandowski. We need to <laughs> overpay for quality depth players. Uh, no, they are, they and we are can do that because we're we're gonna win the Champions League, and even if we don't win it, we're gonna come, we're gonna we're gonna make it minimum to the quarterfinals. <laughs> so uh, we just it, got it, that money; we can count that, <laughs> bank on it. it absolutely <laughs> baffling. It, it, it it's so bad. Um, it, it's uh, uh, prayers out to all of my Barcelona fans. Uh, <laughs> so at the game. Um, Klopp wasn't the only one that had had a bit of uh, a bit of uh, 
He was the only animated one in this game. So, one, Guardiola was... Did you see the video of him, uh, uh, like, hyping up the uh, the the Liverpool main stand? Oh well, I God. saw... Was he doing that? I saw Klopp do it. I didn't see Guardiola no, do it. Pat, Pat did it, too. Pat did it, too. At one uh-huh. point, he was, like, waving at the... He was waving at the stand. Bring it on! Like, you see all the fucking... You see all the wanker <laughs> signs and everything out of the stand. They're all, like, ironically whining him. I love it. That's um, so great. No, that man loves... That man loves Anfield. Pat, if you want to come to Anfield after, uh, after Klopp leaves... <laughs> Uh, I I would not turn it down. Now he 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 wishes he wishes he could be here, but it's okay. It's okay. We've got the we've got the German God. Uh, yeah. Pep, it's not us. It's you. Sorry, <laughs> you wanted the oil money. Um, they were trying to pay him on the field, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, <laughs> so so another report came out about this that that uh, was published in in BBC that that coins were being thrown at guardiola i love that and is that a um, normal thing like do people just throw coins a little bit i I think i heard kai havertz got got one thrown at him i don't know if it's it's very common i feel like that i mean that's that's a pints are a lot cheaper over there than they are here so i mean that's that's like i mean guardiola doesn't drink but i and i don't know what guardiola is paid but um you don't think he's picking up those I coins? He, I don't think he needs your money. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think he needs to change. I'll be honest. Uh, see Guardiola out there, like on the side street, will explain false nine. <laughs> I want to see. Like I want to see video of Pep like bending down, picking up the coins that were thrown at him, and putting them <laughs> in his pocket. That's what I want, man. <laughs> oh man, no, no. Pep just ignores it, but you see like the physio or yeah, like just one, like, like his third assistant manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of his- <laughs> of his coaches just down there fucking scrambling <laughs> oh man yeah i wonder who got all that money dude i like i wonder how many i want to know how much money how thrown, many coins right? were like, thrown I, yeah yeah i want to know like did he was he able to buy around yeah, I mean, yeah. exactly yeah. yeah these are the questions that we need <laughs> um, so uh bbc do do better work next time figure out figure out the amount of money um and then and then come back to us they got yeah. back on the bus and pep was like Guys, I know we lost, but Anfield's got our first round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. No, I. Something tells me Pep was not necessarily like that. Uh, no, I doubt it. So and and we don't have it in the agenda. We won't. I I don't think we need to spend any time on it. But uh, uh, we'll address the the. There's an there was an article that came out where Paul Hurst of of the London Times said that, or, or basically implied that that Man Manchester City representatives thought that Klopp was borderline xenophobic with his uh, pre match comments about the fact that they can spend. Oh. There are three teams that can do whatever they want, no. and it's like that's bullshit. He, that's the so line, the line was deleted. The line was deleted very shortly after. But it's, it's, and there's a caveat on the article now that says, um, this article is under legal review by Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp. Mm. It's like, well, because that's some serious shit. Like okay, that. Okay, but what I, I read, I read what you're talking about, and and I came away thinking, okay, he's just pro competition. He's not. He's not. Maybe, maybe I missed something, but. To me, his main point was that 
they can spend anything they want and it doesn't matter. And this is a league kind of dominated by money or getting to that point. Yeah. Oh, no, it, it, it was... I think, it, it, and it wasn't even just about the Premier League because it was uh, the three clubs that he was referring to. Almost assuredly, are Newcastle, yep, Manchester City, yep. and PSG. Yep. They're all owned by states. They're all owned by nation states. PSG's so, I mean, it, PSG is like the uh, like the, the the royal family, correct? Like the, yeah, I yeah. Think, yeah. I don't think they're Qatar. I think I think it's the I want to say Saudi, but I'm not 100 percent on that. No, Saudi is Newcastle. Is Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. Who owns PSG? Qatar Sports Investments. Wait, so two sections of Qatar own. Who owns Manchester City? City Football Group. That was absolutely fucking. <laughs> oh, Mentor Ben Zayed. Um, one of uh, them is the royal is 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 he's a sheik. Yeah, he's yeah, a he's yeah. a, I think he's a Qatari sheik. Uh, so But yeah. No, I I didn't Oh, UAE, UAE. So it's I, Qatar, UAE and 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 Emirates, uh, United and Saudi Arabia. But yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't xenophobic. I don't think anyone no, in the history of time would consider it xenophobic other than the people that it was aimed at. You're trying to sports wash and he's calling you out for it. I mean, what did you think? Did you think it was anything xenophobic? Abs, in my completely unbiased opinion, no. Okay. There's absolutely no shot at the xenophobia. He's he's just stating facts. I mean, it's nothing new either. Like we PSG all bought, PSG bought Neymar and put him on wages that absolutely no one else can afford. They have Kylian Mbappe on insane wages as well. They have Messi. You know, like essentially. Man City gave Pep the ability to to spend whatever he wanted to build his team. They spent pretty well, and they have good net spend. But I mean, they have a hundred million dollar Jack Relish, like absurd, wasting away on the bench. They the amount of money on their bench would turn any any Premier League any of these struggling Premier League sides into quality ones, unless you talk to uh, Nottingham Forest. But, <laughs> um, but I mean, no, it's it's just it's just the downright fact that these like. Teams that are not invested by these nation states, even like Chelsea. Chelsea was bought by Roman Abramovich, yep. who was a Russian oligarch and made his money uh, benefiting from from policies from Putin. And he threw tons of money at that team, and that team did has done very well over that time. Todd Bowley is investing, and in, and we'll see what ends up happening with that. Uh, but Todd Bowley is not going to be able to compete with Russian oligarch money. I nope. mean, it's just it. It's not the case. Todd Bowley can't compete with, um, you know, Sheikh Mansour and 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 the entire nation of Saudi Arabia. So weird, it's, it's, weird how that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a distraction from the fact that these uh, um, countries think they can do whatever they want and they they spend too much money. Come at me and cancel this pod. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, moving on to more lighthearted stuff. Conte is still living in a hotel. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, he he's is. still living in a hotel, and his family is still in Italy. See, and uh, what you have to understand, man, is this guy is a tactical genius. Last, uh, last, uh, last note on this is that his contract is up at the end of the year as well. 
and they're looking to extend, but it has not been done yet. Now and, and I'll let you go into your Conte, spiel, your copium spiel. Conte is a tactical genius, all right? Yeah. And what is sure. the best way to get the best out of Conte? You put him in a vacuum, okay? You take away his family. Uh-huh. You take away, like, dwellings, uh-huh. basic dwellings. You isolate him from everyone, and you say, all right, here's a whiteboard. Make us a better football team. <laughs> Was it was it the Kanye doc? Was it the Kanye doc where where I think it was Kim said, yeah, when Kanye wants to write something, he just throw he he just goes to a ranch in like Montana and doesn't talk to anyone exactly. until the album. Sa- same idea, same idea. Yeah, Conte yep. confirmed uh, Kanye um, of the Premier League. Two minus geniuses. All of the recent comments. Two, but yeah. yeah, true. We don't have to get into that. Obviously, not great. No. Um, but uh, um, yeah, no. I, I, you know, I, I read a few things up on it, and uh, yeah, no. I mean, I, I just think he's been busy. I don't know. He travels back yeah, to Italy. Yeah, he travels back to Italy regularly. Um, and and fun fact, it was in this same hotel he's living in that uh, he was chatting up Erickson before he signed with Man United. I don't know if you, uh, you saw any clips or anything, but at the game today... He didn't want his boss being his roommate. So. <laughs> at the game today, he walked out of the tunnel with his arm around Erickson, and they were just chatting it up, man. So, you know, look for that transfer in the, in the works soon. Did Erickson... Did Erickson play under Conte? No. At- oh, no, at Inter? Yeah, yeah, he did. Not, yeah, no, yeah, they lined up at Inter. Not, yeah, he was the one who signed up at Inter. It, yeah. yeah, it was Inter. It was Inter. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. That's really odd, actually, because I did not... Yeah. Erickson does not strike me as a Conte player. But I, who knows? I, I don't have the answer there. I will also Erickson. say that Joe's... Wait, say it one more time. Erickson is an enigma. <laughs> um, he's a creative enigma. Um, he is. 100%. But last thing I'll say is, you know, Jose Mourinho did the exact same thing. Like, yeah, it was it, oh, it, it was com- yeah, common yeah, knowledge, really man. Well. It was just like, holy shit! Why you guys? You guys are obviously not in it for the long haul. Uh, maybe he'll buy a house or something once he signs this contract extension, which he's about to sign, and and you know, as a domino effect takes over that Harry Kane will sign his new contract and we'll win the league. It'll be fine. Yeah, I did hear that Harry Kane is like he's waiting. Harry Kane is, is waiting to sign until they lock down Conte yep. for longer. Yep. Dude, how how long is Conte's longest managerial I want to say it's 2 years, 3 years max. It I I that's what I'm picturing too. Because this has literally been this. Anytime he says anything like yeah. negative about the situation, he uh, this this fires the situation. He's he's been off Jersey Shore for the longest time. I mean, the dude is not. Why why does he have to? I don't know. Shit on I don't situation? know. I don't know why he does it. But he's always I like. Don't know why he's bringing him in? I, I didn't know he was a Tottenham fan. It's honestly. it's like he likes to keep the the door. He does. He doesn't like. He keeps. He likes to keep us guessing. You know, he never wants anybody fully, you know, in the know of what his plans are, what his knowledge is. I don't know what his what his shtick is, man. It's it's annoying. And anytime it comes up, there's just like a million stories about how he's leaving. And then, you know, there's there's stories about how he met up with, you know, the inter owner and things like that. And just like Juventus. It's just like crazy, man. 
Inter is a shit show right now. I, I don't know if you know anything about what's going on with them, but they are they are in dire financial straits. Um, they have forgotten how to play <laughs> football um, on certain occasions. Um, and I was listening to a podcast, and someone was like, I wouldn't count Victoria Pilsen out quite yet against Inter. And I was like, ah. I mean, it's still it's still in turmoil. I mean, so wait, wh- where are they in their group right now in Champs League? I haven't even really been. Are they are they in Champs Inter League? Inter second. Yeah, they are. I think because Bayern tops that group. Okay, so this is the situation. Going back to the Barcelona thing that we talked about. So Barcelona are third in the group right now. In order to make it to second, to make it to the the round of sixteen. They need to beat Bayern at the Allianz Arena. Not going to happen. And Victoria Pilsen need to beat Inter at the San Siro. Don't think. So, it, I, I even, even if Victoria Pilsen somehow managed to beat Inter Milan <laughs> at the San Siro, there is no way... Barca is beating Bayern. I I will put my name on it. Come at me after. Market thirty three two seconds. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's there is a, they are out. They are financially screwed. Anyone look up look up what happened to Leeds in the early two thousands um, before they became RB Leeds. Oh, we talked about this last week, and it's not going to get published. Uh, but. Um, complete side note: They are not Leeds United States of America. They are RB Leeds. RB Leeds. <laughs> RB Leeds, because Jesse Marsh is a full-on RB product. Tyler Adams, Red Bull New York to Leipzig to Leeds. Brendan Aronson. I'm pretty sure. No, he was Philly Union. Go go uh, go Philly. Um, into Salzburg and then Christensen signed. They Come have on, more let us have let him let us have uh, <laughs> let us have American representatives. <laughs> in, well, in the if, once they start doing better, then we can change it. We can change now. it back. I got you. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, just a quick note on Conte's. His longest stint was 2011 to 2014 at Juventus, and that was three years. Okay, and that's yeah. Yep. So he, he doesn't stick signing, around. Him signing that that three year contract extension is looking really up right now. Well, so here's the thing, man. He's he's older now. That's the thing. You know, he's got his hair. He he's settled down. He wants to get settled down with his family. He, still, in he Italy. got his yeah. hair implants. He's feeling good. He likes the project here at Spurs. Dude, this is a midlife crisis. <laughs> Spurs is his convertible. This is his Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> This is his fucking Corvette. I like it, man. I like it. Oh, man. You just um, called Spurs a Corvette. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's getting repoed eventually. So. <laughs> it's a lease. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, real quick, we're going to touch on um, the goalkeeping situation at Chelsea because I'm Mendy has been out for a while now. Um, and Kepa's been playing, and I'll be honest, Kepa has been standing on his head. 
Dude has been playing really well for them. I don't know how many clean shots, clean sheets he has. But I think they're paying both of them a significant amount. Both are, are Kepa was the number one, then lost the spot to Mendy. And now I like who, once Mendy's healthy, who, who do they, uh, who do they end up having? I, I, I wish we had a Chelsea fan to, uh, to talk about this calling you out, David. So um, yeah, we're we're gonna fix that next next pod. I think we'll fix that. We'll have more 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 uh, fans on here. I think. But uh, yeah, hey, do you have any thoughts on 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 this situation? Like, well, like so on I the, was just the- looking up. I was looking up how old Mendy is. Um, and so he's thirty. He yeah yeah thirty as of March. Um, and I just I mean Kappa. Kepa's the hot, hot hand. I'm a big proponent of sticking with the hot hand in any any you know kind of sports situation, uh, whether it be you know American Kepa's football. Twenty eight. Kepa's twenty eight. Was twenty eight. Yeah. What the. Fuck? So like I what? stick I stick with Kepa, and honestly, I don't even know like what is like. So I I can't speak to this. How how often has Mendy been injured? Is this like his first big stint? Uh, I, I, I don't think he's injured that much. I think this is I I, I think this is the first injury. I think Kepa's gotten starts, um, in like cup competitions and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I think you stick with Kepa until he gives you a reason not to, even if Mendy is healthy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, if Mendy takes it, uh, if it if he doesn't take it well, I can't figure out a way to pigeonhole this pun that I had set up. <laughs> well, I hope, well, you uh, work on that. Another side note for Chelsea is that it recently came out that Conte is going to be out another four months. Big surprise. The guy's always injured. And he's, I think he's on the last year of his deal or something like that. Like they he was, and, I think he's leaving. I think he's leaving the end of the season. I want to say, yeah. He's I mean, well, because he wants. I was talking about this with my uh, Chelsea friend. I think from what he was telling me was they, he wants three years. They want to do two year and an option, um, because he's just not healthy anymore. They were shopping. Um, they were shopping shopping him earlier in the season. Yeah, it's which is why, like, I, I just Conte is like he's such a he's an insane player. I mean, he's he's what we wish Tyler Adams was as mm. Americans. I mean, Tyler <laughs> Adams has the lung capacity, but like his ability to just it's like there's two people on the field. I mean, he is he is the double pivot alone. I mean, it's incredible, and I'm happy saying this while Chelsea are not doing. They're doing okay, but they're outside well, top four. Right? I don't have a table up right now. Uh, they're not doing as well as Liverpool in the last two <laughs> uh, games of the season, and that's all that matters, really, is game ten and all. Hey, no one cares about the first time. You know what they say: when the stats don't support your argument, you should you shrink the sample size. Completely <laughs> ignore them. Well, I hope. Uh, I hope Graham Potter's relationship with uh, Edward can be uh, can be mended. Good, so, good. We'll move so. on on that note. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Thank you. Um, so uh, we, I want to I want to talk about I want to talk about we're at this point uh, where 
so many managers are really on the hot seat right now and and we got some people that are rumored to come in so figure we can we can talk about this uh, a little bit the first thing is is there's a lot of now now reports have come out since since we wrote the agenda that Michael Beal um, who is the the QPR manager the former assistant of Steven Gerrard at Aston Villa and Rangers uh, is the top product prospect for Wolves now if he goes we'll see but we're also hearing rumors of uh, Nuno uh, uh, one Tottenham legend Nuno Espirito Santo return of the king <laughs> yeah um, going back to Wolves and. I, I mean, there's a reason that he got the Tottenham job, right? Because no. he, he, no, not no. at all. No, no we needed reason. a manager, and we couldn't convince Conte at that point. <laughs> at it, he he lasted like four months. I want to say, like, did he even last that long? It was like, dude. The funniest part of it was we opened he the lost season. Ole, man. Okay, so. <laughs> The funniest part of it was we opened the season with Man City. We beat them. Everybody's like, hail, no, hail Nuno, man. Hail Nuno. After three games, I'm pretty sure we were top of the table. And then and then it just kind of all fell apart. And uh, now, you know, I really am convinced that it, he was just never considered as a long-term option. I don't think he ever was. And so, like, I, yeah, yeah, I don't think Dan Levy wanted to pay Conte. No. I don't think he did either. Good thing and, he did, though. Uh, but he did, <laughs> and he probably had to pay him a lot more at that time than he did in the in the summer. I'm sure. Uh, we'll see if he goes back to Wolves. Wolves, literally anything right now is better than than what. But they're so, like, so right what they're, they're going to bring him back, and they're going to be just Nuno Wolves again. Traore gets back. Uh, Nuno's all of a probably. sudden back. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, it, minus the Connor Cody. So. There's yeah, minus option. Cody, like which is never a good thing. <laughs> They're piling onto this. There apparently is an option in the Everton loan deal to sign Connor Cody for four and a half million pounds. That is ridiculous. Like this man captains your team at times. Bro, like he's yeah. I don't know. I don't know pounds. what they were thinking when they did that. When they did that deal, uh, he has completely transformed their back line. Yeah, I mean, him and yeah, are are yeah. absolutely lights out. It's nuts. It's insane to see to see that happen. And if they like, I mean, there is no reason for them not to trigger that clause. You know, trigger that option. Oh my God! No, he's been great for him. He's a, yeah. It, that that is absolutely what ridiculous. Were they, like, was Such he a, even playing is, bad for for Wolves? Like, what, why would they send him out? No, he wasn't. The reason that they got uh, the, apparently the reason that Bruno Lage sent him off was because Bruno Lage wanted to switch to a a, bo- a back four instead of a back five, and and Cody wasn't a part of that back four, so they so and he wasn't ready to take a a bench seat understandably so gotta change the formation and guess we should sell our best defender <laughs> yeah absolutely ridiculous that has paid off very well for Bruno Lage. I hope he is um, doing well in wherever in Portugal <laughs> he is now uh, Pukul uh, talking uh, talking a little bit of smoke uh, talking about wanting to manage the uh manage England after um, after Gareth Southgate uh, potentially leaves after the World Cup. 
the idea, like, I would not say Tuchel is a particularly good man-manager. I don't think that's a hot take whatsoever. No. no, he's not. And isn't that literally all that national teams are supposed to be? Yep. Yep. Well, so here's here's the thing. There's two arguments here, I think. One, there's that one where he's not a good man manager and that's why he failed at Chelsea because Bowley wanted him to to, you know, have a part in that. You know, he wanted him to help recruit and bring players in. And I could see how, you know, obviously with, you know, being being <laughs> I just, you know, man, it's just like you're you're being I I I I think he could easily not do well with it, but at the same time, you take that aspect out of it. Um, well, no, I guess you no, no, I I take it back. I take it back. There's only one argument for this because you're selecting you're selecting your players from from the pool that you have for the English national team. And it just doesn't yeah. I don't see Tuchel. I, I I agree with you. I don't see Tuchel being great at that unless he approaches it strictly from an analytical perspective. Because the guy can coach. Yeah. The guy can manage, you know? Well, and and it's there is the side of things where it's like maybe he doesn't have to be a man manager because they only see him like two weeks every couple of months. And the World Cup wouldn't be until four years. So if it goes south, it goes south and you can get rid of him. Uh, I guess Euros is another two years. And we can't forget about the Nations League. Oh, my God. Um, but but I don't know. I mean, I it, it, so I he's not the motivated. I mean, I don't look at Tuchel and I'm like, this guy makes me want to run through a wall for my country. Like, like, well, but so like motivating playing factor. for your country is supposed supposed to be enough of a motivating factor in my mind at least i think a lot of players see it that way i could be wrong i could be very wrong on that but i think i my final take on this because i had to think about it i think he would be a good english national team manager because there's no motivation factor there and a lot of people don't like southgate because he plays favorites because he's kind of like um I don't want to say sentimental with his choices, but he's definitely less like, okay, you're the better player. I'm going to pick you. You know, he's more like, I know I can count on you. I've seen you. You've done it for me before. I'm going to pick who I know. And so I think Tuchel, I think Tuchel's the exact opposite of that. I think he's a man of the numbers. I think he's a man of, you know. He is, a, but he is a guy who he has his 11. He does not change from what he thinks works but i don't you can't you can't do analytics on an international level i don't know man i i don't think he's a bad manager i think also another another reason i think he could be good for it is because i mean just kind of watching him under the pressure um in his pre press conferences uh post game or you know pre-match uh he just it, it, it seemed, especially towards the end, he seemed agitated. He seemed stressed. He did not seem very put together in terms of, you know, being able to handle the scrutiny and the criticisms. And maybe I'm wrong in saying this, but because you're not playing on the same consistent basis as the Premier League, that also might help him in that regard, you know? The England, I feel like the England manager is under the most scrutiny possible okay. from... Okay. Uh, from the press, I don't know, man. I, I, 
I see where your head's at. Like Greg Berhalter is. You're not answering yeah. questions every week. That's my only. That's my. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. But you are. I mean, you're reading about yourself in the in the papers a lot. True. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, we'll see. I, 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 I would expect Tuchel to go to uh, Juventus if they get rid of. Um, Allegri, but we'll see. And we want to move on um, to the boiling hot seat of Rogers right now. <laughs> oh man, dude. Well, you would think it's boiling hot, but Bro, the, so, the guy might as well be sitting in a pot of boiling water. <laughs> a couple of a couple of things. One, uh, I don't know if you notice, but uh, Lester are dog water, and they right haven't now. fired him, <laughs> and they have not fired him. Uh, they got one win. Against Nottingham Forest and Woo! <laughs> yeah, and then it's it's not not looking great uh, since then or uh, or anything like that. We'll see how it goes against Leeds, but um, Le- Leicester recorded a hundred. So I'm going to throw some numbers at you, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk through some numbers, and, the, and then we can discuss this. So Leicester recorded a hundred and twenty million dollars in losses. After the Wesley Fofana selling of seventy million pounds, did I say one hundred and twenty million dollars or pounds or dollars? I, it doesn't make sense. They're even right now. Thank you, Liz Trust. Same. Thing. Um, 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 and which is insane. That is an insane amount of losses for a team that has been competing at the top uh, for a while. Uh, an additional number is that that Rodgers is on contract until 2025, and it's reported that if they if they were to fire him today, he would be owed a payout of over 10 million dollars estimated. Now I don't know if that's from mutual termination or from just paying out his contract, but that is a lot of money to pay out a contract. Wait, so how many years did you say? Um. He's uh, 2025 is when it's up. So what is that? Is that two and a half years? Three. Well, yeah, I guess it would be. Well, so if if we just round up and we say it's 23, he's got two more years. Yeah, two more years. So two. So five million per year. Is that unheard of? I don't know. I guess that's not bad. But I would say that's unheard of for a team that has not been in the Champions League since they won in 2015. And he was not the manager to win them the Champions League in 2015 or win them the Premier League in 2015. I would say it's unheard of at that mid-table level. Mm. But uh, that's a lot of money. I, I don't know. I He I, denied I, it, though. <laughs> I bring these numbers up. I bring these numbers up because can Lester afford to fire him if, if these numbers are... Word right? on the street is they can't. That's what I've been reading, is that the, the only reason he hasn't been fired yet is because they can't. Whether that's true or not, can't verify, don't know. But that is what I have been hearing. Yeah, and so like the question then becomes like like all right, you say you can't afford to fire him. But like if you're Lee, if you're if your trajectory stays the same and is the same in December, um, when we get back from the World Cup and the January transfer window I guess you're not doing anything in the January transfer window because you have no money. No money. Um but like if if it's looking more and more like the like what happened with Everton and Rafa Benitez, oh. uh, um, it looked if Rafa would have stayed, they would they were going down. Uh, now, 
it became like they had to get rid of him. Now, I think that that could potentially happen with Lester because it's like, all right, obviously we can't afford to get rid of him, but we don't really have a choice because the alternative is us going down and then essentially being in dire financial straits. No parachute payments are saving you from hundreds of millions of dollars of uh, losses. There are what now? Four points? Oh, man. I mean, I, I do that... That's good. Uh, but I agree with you. I mean, a change. They have five points. They have five points. Five. Yeah, put some respect on their name. <laughs> Unreal. Um, they're, in, they're in 20th. Yeah, they're below Nottingham Forest. Jeez. That blows my mind. How did you go from a mid, like upper mid-tier team to 20th? And what? One season, two seasons? I that is wild. I mean, like your Tillman's is still a good player. James Madison's a good player. Harvey Barnes is good. Like they have good players. How can they not play the game at at least a mid-table level? Like this is it, Yeah, also it, side note, is, Nottingham yeah. Forest has a negative 16 goal differential currently. That is absurd as well. Bournemouth has... Uh, yeah, I, I was looking at that, too. 13 yeah, and lost 9 They're in 11. They're in 11th right now, and they have a Dude, negative 12 goal. Negative 16. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's nuts. They lost it. Yeah, they lost to Leicester 3 nothing. That was a good game. They lost to I watched that game. 6 nothing. They lost to Tottenham 2 nothing. Dude, they need to score, man. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, uh, yeah, you know, I uh, they need to make a change if it continues, obviously, and the fan base, I'm sure, would agree. Um, but, like, if they don't have the money, they don't have the money. Like, what do you do? You void the contract? How, how do you even go about doing that? Yeah, I mean, they, they like, they literally get on hands and knees and bang. <laughs> Barcelona, <laughs> Barcelona of the bang. Premier League? <laughs> oh, man, it's, it, it's essentially that bad. Um, okay. Um, Move on to Villa? I, yeah, the, 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 the um, second to last piece, uh, Gerard is... Needs to get a result in the next two games uh, that they play. They play tomorrow. Um, they play tomorrow against... Uh, Fulham. Fulham, okay. They play tomorrow against Fulham, and then they play uh, against Brentford. And if they don't get results in either of these games, or at least at least one of them, I, I think it has to be it. And there is a report from the Telegraph that says potentially Maurizio, Maurizio, was it Maurizio, 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 will be the uh, potential replacement. That would be nuts going from PSG <laughs> to Aston Villa. That is insane. I don't know how much. I mean, I feel like the Telegraph is Telegraph is uh, potentially a good paper. I, I feel like it's a good paper. Computable. 
But reputable. That would be nuts, man. Like, Dude, no, it's perfect. Listen to me. Here's what happens. All right, he goes back to Villa. He he yeah. has stunning success with Villa. I'm talking just outside the top top uh, top four. Maybe oh my God. maybe maybe you know maybe top six, and 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 then Conte in a shock decision decides to leave Spurs after after Kane after Kane has re-signed his contract for the duration of his like the remainder of his career. Oh, he did yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tottenham then hire Poch back. Dan Levy pays. Dan Levy buys him a house in the Canary <laughs> Islands or, or buys him a house in. Uh, I'm calling it now. Mark it. Oh man, yeah, no. The um, uh, I think. Whatever, whatever copium you're smoking, uh, I would, I would like some uh, because. And then we win the Champions League the following season. Yeah, there you go. You might in for a penny, in for a pound. On that. Yeah, you might as well. Uh, Plus five. Nah, I mean, Pochettino is, is a, a wonderful manager. I think, I think he's a really good man manager. The fact that he was able to get that Tottenham team up to the levels that he was, and especially he did really well with it. Getting to the Champions League final was not the season after they didn't invest anything in the summer, right? Well, so it, yeah, no, we got to the final, and then I don't think we signed anybody. Didn't do anything after that, and that's kind okay. of what led to our eventual decline. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was. I always thought it was wild that that there was no investment. From but them. I mean, I, there I, was I, always there was always leading up to that too. There was like a struggle of investment and a question of, you know, are we really committed here? Yeah, and now he's got to cash out for Conte. I th- I think Dan Levy is probably uh, pinching himself or punching himself that that he didn't keep Pochettino around. I thought Pochettino was a great manager. Well, that's yeah, and that's exactly why he's keeping Conte as long as he can cuz he realizes yeah. that. <laughs> uh but yeah, no, I I think that's very intriguing. I would love to see Poch back in the Premier League. I I'm sure you would love to see him back at at, at the Googleplex. Oh yeah, uh, at the the new yeah. Googleplex. Uh, yeah, whatever we're gonna call Dude, it. If, <laughs> honestly, if they, if if they do not name that stadium the Googleplex, it will be <laughs> such a missed opportunity. I mean, like, I I was listening to some podcast talk about this, um, where they were talking about what do you call the stadium. I think yes. they talked about it on the TIFO, the TIFO podcast. Did they talk about it? I think that's where I was okay. listening to it the other day. Okay, I think they talked about it on Football Cliches, um, I think is potentially where I heard it. But uh, maybe they talked about it on TIFO, though. Um, where, yeah, it's like, is it the Google Dome? Like, like, <laughs> the Google did, Dome. Like, what, what's the, what's the, what's the, ta- like, do they call it the Google Stadium? And then you just refer to it as the Google? No, hit, and that, like, I'm all for Googleplex. The Googleplex? Come on. Come on. Uh, the Googleplex would be dope. That's what they call their. Um, that's what they call their office in uh, Mountain View. Their big campus. Their big campus. Yeah, 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 the giant campus. Yeah, they call it. They call it the Googleplex. The Google so I feel like, dude, like you have to call it the Googleplex. That would be sick. That would be so dope. Um, it's still in the works, you know. It's still not a. I I still wish. I think like like. I wish they like Tottenham does not need. The money i don't think from a sponsorship it would be an insane amount of money but like if anfield got sponsored i would hate every bit of it i love that it's called anfield it's just I the direction the game's Aston going villa, dude i love the aston villa that it's called villa park um the nottingham forest it's called the city ground 
like I love that. Like that is that is just so Rangers is called Ibrox. I mean like these are they speak to the monumental nature sure. of going and playing at these places, I, I feel. I agree. I agree. But but White Hart Lane, I mean, yeah, come no, on, that was great. I love no, no, absolutely. I can't contest that at all. I would get castrated as a Spurs fan if I said I didn't like the idea of White Hart Lane. I was trying to bait you into <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. I'm not taking the bait. Um uh, I will say though, you know, in the modern era, oh you know, I'm just gonna I'm I know I'm a broken record here. Money Money controls everything. And if it know, means like, we get more money to sign more players and to pay more players or to do whatever we want with the, you know, the academy and the other stuff, I'm all for it, man. You know, I'm all for it. It's what we got to do to compete. I, I, stadium should not be sponsored. I, I, <laughs> I, I Unless it works, well, like um, the Portland Timbers Stadium in Portland. One, probably the, I would argue the prettiest, uh, the, 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 coolest mls stadium because of their their fan section of the back look up pictures they haven't seen it but they call it their providence park and providence is a um health system uh based out of the northeast very popular one but providence park is that's a that's a name that works it's not select car leasing stadium or sportsdirect.com stadium looking at you derby county <laughs> um so I, I i i think it has to work i think it, maybe the googleplex works we'll see we'll see man we'll see. there's a lot of paperwork to be signed i have a feeling um before we move on there was one more thing i wanted to touch on before we kind of left the realm of of psg and and that is that you know i i was reading that Mbappe is is looking for a way out of PSG. What a whiny little I know. and 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 he, he like fresh off the new contract signing too, and it just it doesn't like where where does he go? I mean, Real Real's the easy can answer. Afford him? Who can afford like to pay him that that is willing to get like. Real Madrid can't afford him at that level. I guess like, it just like, depends on how much he wants to move. Because, like, I mean, like, does that... I mean, I, I, maybe I'm wrong in saying that factors into it. But, like, I guess he could... He lost all of he lost all of his ability to force a move with signing the new contract. Because he signed the new contract for a long time. Yeah. And now PSU, before he was essentially... It was... He had a year left on the contract. If they If he didn't sign... They had to sell him because he was going to go for free. He's signed up Kylian Mbappe on track. I want to say until 2027. 20, but, but, like, imagine... Three years. So he signed for three years at 20 in 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 the summer. So 2025. <laughs> um, you can get another year out of him. I mean, you can wait this out. For sure. There, there's no need to sell. Depends on how upset he is, man. <laughs> it's, dude. You can always just I, sit, his, sit his ass on the bench and just not play. Yeah, apparently he... Um, apparently, four or five days after this report came out, he said, oh, I'm sorry. Like, when these reports came out, I was napping. Like, I... I, I, I this wasn't me. I'm very happy here. And it's like, oh, four or five days after? Yeah. Conveniently... Coming out then, uh, they've got his family. Heard man. all of the backlash <laughs> that you've gotten over 
like what you've just pulled. Yeah. He's not allowed to say anything bad. They've got his family. Yeah, it, it, literally. Um, but yeah, okay. I just yeah. wanted to touch on that because I think that is. I mean, I he's going to he's going to Barcelona, even if they can't pay it, for him. <laughs> I, I I would love. That's the nature of things. They, they finish mid table this season. And they sign Mbappe. Will fail to register the rest of the team. Uh, the all right. Enough. Uh, I'm I'm happy if Mbappe comes back. It comes to the Premier League. That's fine. Just not to Liverpool. Sure. And I think Liverpool can afford him anyway. So that's fine. Um, the, we'll, we'll round it out on a, on a nice, uh, lighthearted, lighthearted note. Um, Eric Dyer has been in, in quite, quite good form this year. Um, doing really well with Tottenham has essentially, I would say, I would say he's probably a shoe in for, um, the world cup, uh, for that team, unless uh, an injury happens. Uh, knock um, on one, let's hope that doesn't. We'll see. Uh, Southgate doesn't like him. <laughs> Southgate starts him though. Does he? Right? Does he? I, like I thought he missed him. out. I thought he missed out last uh, time. I think uh, I could be I very think, wrong, but I thought maybe it was no. Nah, mm, I think your persecution fetish is showing. Maybe potentially, but uh, I definitely I could be very wrong. I won't. I won't. I won't die on that hill. But maybe I am wrong. Uh, yeah, no, he likes naps. He likes a nice midday nap. Who doesn't, right? Yeah, yeah Tottenham's saying uh, uh, his, uh, his secret to his success, not missing a minute of Premier League a- action this season, is uh, is the afternoon nap. Uh, the daily power nap after training is the secret to his success. I uh, can attest that. that. Uh, I... I if if I needed less proof uh, that I if I if as if I needed more proof that I am like a Premier League <laughs> uh, starting player, um, the power nap, which has been a, a staple of my routine, just proves it, dude. I now mine is after uh, uh, food induced coma from <laughs> mine too many chalupa grandes. Definitely um, after a brunch or day drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, 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 I totally understand that now. Um, I'm honestly surprised that this is news because I feel like most players... Um, I feel like if I, I, I burned as many calories as they do and, and, and ran as much as they did, I would be asleep. I'd be I'd be a sloth, man. I love these numbers, oh, like these minute stats they have accompanying the uh, the articles. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> Wait, did you finish looking at them? Did you look at all of them? I, look away, look I, away. I, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, out of who are the top three? Okay, excluding well, uh, goalkeepers. I I did see those. Top, Damn, yeah, yeah. I I should have I should have beforehand. <laughs> I I should have done this beforehand. Um, but, All right, we'll do this next time. I'll, we'll do uh we'll do a stat quiz. I like it. I like it at, at I, the at the end of the next. Part. Uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll surprise whoever our uh our our third victim. I mean uh, third guest is. Uh, <laughs> um, with a little stats thing, yeah. yeah. Well, Eric Dyer, uh, I look forward to you getting the letter Z as your number um, <laughs> uh, going forward. Yeah, no, no. Eric Dyer took a nasty shot to the face today. Literally, just I can't remember. It was um, it might have been either Rashford. No, it was Fred. I think it was Fred. Shot from Fred. Took it straight to the bottom half of his face. 
and he was down for probably, I don't know, five minutes, but he doesn't take his midday nap. He's not getting back up after that. <laughs> shot, no shot. He's asleep. I mean, he's he's just he's, he, he's not knocked out. He's just. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So get your get your midday nap in. You know they'll feel bad. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, Eric Dyer. No, go ahead. No, that's it. I was going to say we wrap it up here. Yeah, let's do it. I'll throw the plugs in. We got uh, we got uh, you know at Bootenhearth on Discord. Um, you can uh, you know. Either normally we are streaming these live, we're not today for for other reasons, but you know we can. I'll throw typically I'll throw that in the in the chat, and you can look it up there. We're also at Bootenhearth uh, at tw- on Twitter. Is it at Bootenhearth Podcast or at Bootenhearth? Yeah, no, it's just Bootenhearth on on Twitter. Okay, yeah. at Bootenhearth on Twitter, um, Bootenhearth Podcast on Discord, um, and then we will eventually have a Bootenhearth uh, Twitch, I believe. We do have the Twitch, but uh, and 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 we will be going live on that uh, down the road. I will okay. provide the link to Ted's um, uh, Twitch as well as the Discord and all other fun stuff. If you want to reach out to us, reach out to us um, on on any of that content, or you can email us at the boot or at bootenhearth at gmail.com. In addition to that, uh, I think the plan is to next pod have a few people, at least one other person on here to just get more diverse yeah. takes. Um, I know we've been saying that for a couple of weeks, but I think I think we are going to do it this time. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, thanks for sticking around. Thanks for listening. I hope we provided some laughs, if nothing else. And yeah, uh, yeah I guess we'll see you next time. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. See you, Ted. See ya.